0: Whisper Nation, Big Travie, and everybody else, ready for Week Nine waiver wires show. We are wired for this show. Big Travie, how you doing, buddy? My main man always <coughs> follows me on the mic. You find him on Twitter at Big Travie TFW. You find me on Twitter at Johnny underscore at Game Time with Fantasy Whispers, and we are here, Whisper Nation, to help you dominate that waiver wire, get you through this week, get you a victory and keep you on that path to winning a championship. So if you if any of that sounds great to you and you want to join an awesome nation, make sure you hit that subscribe button on the way in, hit that bell so you get notified anytime that we go live or put out new content, which is daily. But Bro, you said, you said the magic S word, dude. That means I got to hit him oh, with the subscribe, whoa, dude. dude. Whoa, with the, with the big subscribe. Hey. Yeah, check it out. We we are two away from 2100 subscribers. Let's get it, dude. Shout dude. Out out. Shout out to everybody
1: in the stream right now, Mr. Miyagi in here. What yeah. is going on, my man? We will help you out here in a second. We'll get to all this. But, Johnny, you, you you mentioned it like this is the waiver wire for week nine, one of the more full waiver wires we've had in a while, um, especially at the running back position, which is kind of nice. We have a, a couple different guys we can put our, our chips on and, 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 and make our gamble uh, heading into the next couple of weeks. And – Obviously, trade deadline is today at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that is swirling around this waiver wire. Uh, Link for the waiver wire column is in the description. It's posted on the site, but it will be getting updates. So don't be afraid to check back on it because Mm -hmm. as trade deadlines,
0: things happen. We could, uh, you know, we could (laughs) figure that out. So hopefully, hopefully we will get uh, lucky enough to get some trades during the live show. Get some live reaction. Let's go. Let's manifest it into existence. Just like our man Darius manifested getting this jersey right here. Damian Harris signed auto jersey. I'll be sending this out right after the show, actually. Yeah, I tell you, uh, Darius
1: is probably a little bit upset that you still have it on the wall, dude. I'm not going to yeah. lie.
0: Yeah, he's probably like, um, I didn't allow you guys to use it for this show. I didn't say that was okay. You need to send it my way. No, I'm just kidding. Darius is cool. Hashtag Whisper Nation strong. If you want to get in on next month's drawing for patreon $10 level get you entered into a Joe Mixon autographed jersey you get a lot of added benefits as well not just that that's just like a cherry on top that's just saying thank you whisper nation for helping support us keep the lights on keep the channel going uh so if you want to help out with that go to the forward slash the fancy or I didn't sorry patreon.com patreon. forward slash the fancy whispers all right that was our, our Patreon plug or shameless Patreon plug. Big Travy, we got a lot to talk about today. As you yeah. said, this is the waiver wire show. So we're going to be talking about a bunch of players uh, that are rostered on less than 50%. Remember, that's the cutoff for this show. Anything less than 50% roster on sleeper, Big Travy writes up this awesome article each and every single week for you, Whisper Nation, so you can get the best information and know exactly who to go after on your waiver wire. A couple of guys, I'm just going to mention first here uh, that you need to check for first, Big Travi. If they're available, you're going out and get them, but they're over 51%. So we didn't write about them particularly in this, uh, or you didn't write about them this week. But in past articles, you have, so make sure you check out past articles as well. That would be Devonta Broker, running back for the Giants, 79% rostered. Michael Carter having a day, a mega boss day. Of course, it was against me, but that's okay. Uh, 76% rostered. Kadarius Tony, our guy, 68%. Sterling Shepard going down again last night. Uh, so Kadarius Tony, uptick again. Cole yeah. Beasley, 68%. Darnell Mooney, 56%. That we'll see what happens to uh, on the trade deadline with some of that. Maybe his, uh, you know, maybe we were a little bit more interested in Mooney after today. We'll see. Uh, Carson Wentz, 56% rostered. Hunter Renfro, my cousin. Just kidding. It's not really my cousin, but uh, Derek Henry or Derek Carr, excuse me, 55 percent, Michael Gallup, 53 percent and Rashad Bateman at 51 percent. Travis, of all those guys, who do you like the most on that list? Uh, I'm really getting excited about Michael Carter, Johnny
1: rostered in 76, 76% of, uh, sleeper leagues. This is a guy who's got 14 targets in the passing game with Mike Smith last week. Um, nine targets the week before that. So even if this offense is going to continue to be bad, which we project it will, we've got a situation with Michael Carter, who is somebody, if he's randomly there in your league, I doubt he is, but if he is there, you go swoop him up. And then second would be, uh, Kadarius Tony because of that upside it's just a, a note that I put Carson Wentz Derek Carr some of these other quarterbacks in here because some of the streamers we have picked up they're probably going to continue to be um, somebody you look to maybe in the next week or so um, just because that that could easily be the situation here I, when we get to quarterbacks I do have some exciting ones that we might want to pick up because they have that league winning potential but Um, there's no guarantee with those guys, and we'll talk about that as well. I do just want to note that at the end of the column, we have um, the honorable mentions. And this week, honorable mentions was a little bit different because of the trade deadline stuff. So Mm -hmm. guys like Marlon Mack, Ronald Jones, uh, Evan Ingram all made the honorable mentions because they are guys that could be traded uh, by the time this deadline hits. So keep an eye on those guys um and you know stick with us as we answer you know we will get to all your questions that you specifically have for your roster after we get through every single one of the well every single one of the top guys we're going to talk about from the article
0: yep once again appreciate all of you guys for joining us in here in the chat stick with us we will answer your questions at the end so we'll get to those so if you just leave them in there stick around we'll get through it uh big travi before we jump into these running backs that we would like to you know go out and try to to acquire off the waiver any big exciting news that you are looking forward to hoping drops during our live show of we got the trade deadline just hours away hours away yeah and we haven't seen a whole lot of moves yet and we've been rumored to be you know this is to, you know going to be a big big wave or big trade day Hopefully. We always hope that. uh, Yeah,
1: it does seem to be like the trade deadline always excites, but kind of always lets us down. But we'll see. We've had big talk about Deshaun Watson conflicting reports saying that that deal is probably not happening today. Um, We also have seen Evan Ingram gain interest from the Green Bay Packers. Um, We have uh obj's father posting a video on social media yeah, showing dude. all the different times uh, showing the low lights i would say uh, of baker not hitting his son uh on wide open passes so we have that we have the colts yeah. making some moves like elevating other running backs to their 53-man roster not named marlon Mack. so could that mean they're trading marlon
0: Mack? also the um, the, the cleveland browns as well elevated uh running back off of their practice squad. So that's interesting. Uh yeah, a lot of interesting moves. We'll see where these breadcrumbs eventually go to. I mean, Twitter, uh,
1: the, the big one for me, I mean obviously is Deshaun Watson, but the, the the next big one that's stealing is OBJ right now. It seems like he's deployed his dad and even LeBron James, who freed who uh put the hashtag freeobj up on Twitter this morning. And it's <laughs> like he's deploying them without having to say a single word and kind of try and test the market and see if they can get a trade done so be interesting to watch that and see if that news does break while we're on the air but i'm gonna i'm gonna temper my expectations on any big moves happening here
0: if you if you one player that you you said obj that you'd like to see see moved if that's their player let me know whisper nation who is the player who's the one player you would like to see traded today let us know in the comments below hopefully it's some good good, exciting players. I know uh, Mr.
1: Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi and David Harris are probably w- wishing uh, Alan Robinson was traded here because they both had uh, Alan Robinson yeah. burn him big time, as he has with a lot of people. So Robinson's yeah. another name to watch, but I doubt the Bears are going to be
0: able to pull anything together here. We'll they don't make a lot of sense. We'll see if, uh, jumping into the number one, this is uh, related here, or kind of a good segue, trying to get the hang of this. Normally, Big Travi is the driver of this show but I get the Tuesday show on the waiver wire show. So here we go. Speaking of a guy who could be trading, you know, Marlon Mack, you know, a lot of people are watching where he lands a destination that could be interesting, Tennessee. But as of right now, the number one waiver wire priority and pickup should be, I can't believe we're saying it again, week nine of the 2021 (laughs) season, big Travi. And we are bringing up Adrian Peterson once more saying, Hey, you need to go out to, and can seriously consider picking up Adrian Peterson if you, one, need running back help, and two, if you had Derrick Henry, and three, is he going to produce like the old AP? Is he just going to continue to to eat yardage? Do you feel confident in Adrian Peterson uh, going forward? I mean, confidence is a shaky word.
1: and in, in the waiver wire, we're not ever looking for somebody that we're ultimately confident uh, really, you know, overly confident on, but we are looking for guys that are become what we call lottery tickets in our late rounds of our drafts in the fall. And then also our waiver wire are used for these lottery tickets. And Adrian Peterson is looking like one of those right now. Um, When you look at Adrian Peterson in 14 games over the last two seasons, where he played with Washington and the Detroit lions, he, averaged just under 10 PPR fantasy points in games that he got more than 13 carries. He did that in 14 such games. Um, So we like that. We like that situation that he got those carries. And when he does get volume, he scores around 10 points of PPR scoring. That would be about an RB three in points per game this year in PPR, even higher in standard. Uh, So we like that. And then you look at Derrick Henry, one of the only, if, if not the only person in the league getting 20, 25, 30 carries a game, not saying AP is going to come in, and get all those carries, but this team loves to run. They are the most run heavy. No team in the NFL gives more rushing attempts to their backs than Tennessee. So we, we, we have a couple things converging here. Adrian Peterson's play style, his ability to take uh, heavy workloads and Tennessee's Tendency to want to deploy running backs with heavy workloads. So for me, Adrian Peterson really has RB three upside with RB two ceiling at any given week, depending on the matchup. And I think he could. It would take him not very long to get up to speed in this offense because they're basically going to be like, "Hey, you just run. We give you the ball. Yeah. You run."
0: Um, and and he could do that. And he could do that. I don't think that they're going to change up, or at least there's been uh, so far rumors that. This offense is not going to change who they are, who they are. They still want to run the ball a lot and we'll see, you know, Adrian Peterson still had it in Detroit frustrating enough to my boy, Deandre Swift. They kept paying him the ball. So I do think that Adrian Peterson, if available is a guy that uh, you should be interested for sure. I like that breakdown, Travis, and your number two running back here, Boston Scott, our guy, Philadelphia Eagles roster are just 24% of sleeper leagues. Listen, you look at box scores, and you're going to see three running backs for the Philadelphia Eagles all getting over 13 carries. You're going to be like, ah, why do I? I don't, I don't particularly want that. I don't want a three-way timeshare. Well, if you dig a little deeper, watch the game, you actually notice that Boston Scott got all the work basically on the first few drives. Then after he scored a couple times, then they're like, oh hey, let's get Derek H- or uh, let's let's bring up uh, Jordan Howard again. Let's remind people Jordan Howard. Of a couple of years ago, he scored a couple, and then they decided to go and throw out the rookie and Gainwell, and Gainwell was only able to garner 13 carries because it came in the last like two drives of the game. So, Boston Scott, though, seeming to take over that, it's really funny. Boston Scott takes over the Miles Sanders role, right? And then they just feed him. They feed him, unlike they, unlike they had ever fed Miles Sanders. So Boston Scott comes in number two on this list. How confident are you in Boston Scott moving forward as well as, uh, you know, what's your level of trying to acquire Boston Scott? Are you like actively confident in going after him and putting him in your starting lineup or is he more of a guy that you're, you know, Bye week fill in. You're not super trustworthy. You're not sure about this Philadelphia Eagles offense. Where where are you at? Yeah, I'm definitely not
1: sure about it. It would be more of a bye week fill in. He is a rental. What we're trying to do now, Johnny, is 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 put our claim on one of these backs to be the guy while Sanders is out. Mm-hmm. Now, I think overall it's probably an avoidable situation. But if you are in desperate need of a bye week fill in, we have a situation where it's not by him again this week, but we do have Washington, Detroit. Um, and and uh, Tampa a, Bay, Tampa that's a Bay, harsh, harsh some other ones that are on by here. Four teams are on by. I'm blanking on the other one that is on by as well. And uh, that is leaving us in a situation. Oh, Seattle, that's leaving us in a situation where we have plenty of fantasy relevant players on those rosters and plenty of running backs that we might have been relying on. And now Boston Scott gets put into a situation here. I think if we're trying to predict which back has the best chance to be the guy while Sanders is out. What we have seen so far this year and at times last year when Boston Scott filled in, um, Boston Scott has the trust of this of this coaching staff to be the guy to start the game and to be the guy to get uh, red zone and goal line work. So um, he's done that in back-to-back weeks now. I, I'm going to continue to deploy him out there as, as a guy who needs a fill-in. Maybe you have Sanders or maybe you have Saquon or maybe you have CMC and you're looking for that replacement from week to week, and this is a guy that can kind of
0: fill that gap for you so we got uh we got some breaking news breaking news uh as of three minutes ago las vegas raiders henry ruggs involved in a serious car accident per at oh, tmz no. yeah oh. uh, so uh we need to keep that monitored i'm not all right yeah it says wide receiver uh star wide receiver henry ruggs uh okay it's giving it. Was involved in a serious car accident in Las Vegas Tuesday morning. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ Sports: 22-year-old Ruggs was in a wreck in the Central Las Vegas Valley around 3:40 a.m. Nothing ever happens good after two. Uh, let's see. No word on if the cops believe alcohol or drugs played a factor in the and in the incident or accident. It's still unclear what Rugs' condition is. There is a local report that says there was at least one fatality in the crash. Oof. um man yeah
1: so, so we'll have to continue to see what happens here that is uh that's some wild
0: news uh, yeah that's yeah we'll we'll continue to monitor that situation. we don't know his state at all or um, you know whether he's gonna miss any weeks or anything like that so just definitely keep that monitored uh, moving forward <laughs> all right next up on this running back list here. Is we've got Carlos Hyde, hmm. Big Travy, Jacksonville Jaguars running back Thorne in our side rostered in just six percent of sleeper leagues. We did notice that uh, James Robinson came out of the last game, and uh, yeah, David, saying, uh, yeah, prayers up prayers for, for us. Um, we saw we saw James Robinson come out of the last game a little. No word on the severity of the injury. But- well, he was said to um, – yeah, he
1: left with the ankle, Johnny, and he didn't mm-hmm. come back. It was early on, probably the second quarter if I remember right. Good news was that he avoided significant injury, or at least that's what Jacksonville's t- telling us. The bad news is he didn't return to that game like we talked about. Um, and then the situation is – look, I'm not a huge fan of Carlos Hyde's talent at this point in his career, but Urban Meyer is. And <laughs> but- Urban Meyer will continue to give him the ball if he is the only guy he can give the ball to. Hyde was given 14 touches, 73 scoreless yards uh, on Sunday against Seattle, and that was in a game where Jacksonville just looked god-awful on um, offense. So even if with they're out of sync, you see that he's going to have some usage. And again, it's just about what we're trying to do. We're trying to patchwork our team, especially at the running, b- running back position. And so really it was about getting you guys priority based on what you could use right now. Do I like AP the most? Yes. Could I see a situation where AP takes a week or two to get involved the way they want him to? Sure. That could happen. I don't think it'll happen. That's why he's my top priority. But then guys like Boston Scott and Carlos Hyde will get in here above other guys that are down on the list because we actually have situations where their standalone value will uh, let us know or will speak for itself and they're going to be able to be used and put into your lineup immediately. So again, like I, I don't remember the last couple of weeks where we've had three, you know, pretty usable backs in the top three here um, for our, our waiver wire column and our waiver wire show. And so, um,
0: yeah, I think that's how, that's how we go. We have uh, our guy Z sub C if Hyde is the guy this week, do you guys have him over Scott against chargers? I,
1: I would not. Um, again, like you, you, if you have the option of both of those guys um, I'm definitely not going to start to hide over Scott, because the Jacksonville Jaguars playing the Buffalo Bills this week. Yeah. And uh that's that's not a fantastic matchup at all.
0: So not not ideal. Not ideal. Yeah. All right. Um we got two a couple more running backs to here say, to talk. That oh. was Z. I just want to say what's up to Z in the chat here today, been on
1: Twitter. Yeah. He's been part of what's been making Twitter so fun this morning with the trade deadline yep. and then just some of the the stats that that Z's been spitting out there. We appreciate you, man, and good
0: to see you in here. If you don't follow follow Z on Twitter, you're you're missing ZK-S-F-F,
1: out. He, I believe.
0: Yeah, he he is puts out handle? some some good stuff. I I will say I probably engage with Z more than anybody else on Twitter just because he actually he puts out thoughtful things that really help fantasy uh, players. Um, but it's also like he gives you a different perspective as well, kind of things outside of the box, which is what we like to do here as well uh, on our channel. We want to help you win a championship. By thinking outside the box, by teaching you the game, the strategies behind fantasy football, not just telling you, hey, go play this guy because Big Travi wrote about him or or has him on his roster. We actually try to tell you the logic behind playing players. David says, let me get that D Harris
1: jersey behind you, big dog. LOL. Ooh, uh, we just that gave one, that one yeah. away last night. If you want to win next next month or this the end of this month, we'll be giving away Joe Mixon's signed jersey. All you got to do is sign up on patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whispers and subscribe at the $10 level. Not only are you going to get entered into that giveaway, signed NFL jersey every month, you're going to mm-hmm. get entered into a sports Cardo. card giveaway every single month as well.
0: Just gave away a rookie uh, a rookie Marquise Brown Prism uh, card last night in the pack giveaway. So I think Austin looked it up. It was like a hundred and sixty dollar card. So uh, yeah. quite quite the value there. Paying for there. itself, maybe paying for itself and some. Uh, all right, next running back we've got in here, uh, Mark Ingram, New Orleans uh, Saints roster on thirty six percent of sleep leagues. Remember Mark Ingram going over being traded last week by Houston uh, to New Orleans, and so you're telling people. Hey, go pick him up. You need to.
1: Yeah, I think he's he's going to be lower on the list here, obviously, as we were talking about some of these things. I don't think he's going to have a ton of standalone of value right now, but I think he's warming up to that. Um, if we look at what's going on, he only played on 29% of the snaps, but that was on a short week against a tough opponent. They gave him right, uh, right into the game. They gave him eight touches on that, and they even utilized Ingram in the red zone. So I just think that it's worth noting with the Jameis Winston injury, we could see the Saints go even more run heavy for the rest of the season. And volume is currency in fantasy football. New Orleans currently ranks top 10 in rushing attempts yardage per game and yardage per game. Now, Trevor Simeon is not the same as Drew Brees. And then, of course, we could have Taysom Hill come in, which we'll talk a little bit about later. But uh, this Saints squad, this Saints offense, only averaging five yards per game on the ground less than the 2017 offense that saw both Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram finish as top six running back options. I don't believe that's going to be possible again this year, obviously, but I'm not ruling out that standalone value um, is there for Mark Ingram, especially with his familiarity with the offense and the way that they are going to try and run this system over there in New Orleans. And I honestly think Trevor Simeon, maybe even Taysom Hill, would be better for the running game because. They would continue to not turn the ball over as much as a Jameis Winston might be prone to do as the season moves on.
0: All right. Next up on the running backs here, we got Jarrett Patterson, Washington football team running back roster on just 3% sleeper leagues. We've touched on him in uh, matchup breakdowns and in prior weeks waiver wire, but he's starting to get the usage now a little bit more concern uh, with Gibson. What you want to you want to talk about, Jarrett Patterson? Uh, I can also come in. Yeah, well, I mean, this is just really uh,
1: this is really um, a take from you, man. I I'm not going to lie, this is something you've been talking about for a couple of weeks. Um, that Antonio Gibson is likely kind of like a ticking time bog or, or that clock is ticking on him. And we thought that you know Gibson was going to be this guy that uh, was going to be you know the grinder for this team, and then now the he, grinder. Yeah, he's basically at a situation where. He got out-touched last week. Uh, he got out-carried by Patterson 11-8, to again, in their loss to Denver. This was a week after Gibson had come in, got taken off the injury report, um, and so now they're heading into bye. So this one, that's why he's a little bit lower as well, because we're heading into the bye here for Washington, and you can't actually use Patterson uh, this mm-hmm. week, so he would get ranked a little bit uh, lower for me. But I think it's a savvy pickup if you've got the bench spot and you want to stash something. Uh, that's That's kind of where Patterson
0: is here. I like it. I like it. Jeff Wilson Jr. San Francisco 49ers running back roster on just 23% of sleeper leagues looking to come back uh, here pretty soon. Uh, we do know how much that uh, how plentiful that 49ers backfield is. However, we we do know that Elijah Mitchell is, is becoming somewhat the truth there. So Jeff Wilson, how do you project him coming back? What do you think his his workload is going to how do you think his workload is going to affect that of Eliza Mitchell? Where are you yeah, at I, with, with Jeff? I
1: just uh I need to preface all of what I'm about to say with I love Elijah Mitchell. Elijah mm. Mitchell, I believe, is going to continue to lead this backfield. He is the the you know, dominant bell cow rusher of the backfield. He just isn't used as the receiver. So maybe it's unfair to call him bell cow, but he's averaging about 18 touches in the four games that he's played with Jimmy G and he's mm-hmm. doing great things with them. I mean, check this out. This is via Twitter. Um, and our guy over there, uh, at Jetpack Galileo says Elijah Mitchell has played five games and has more 100 rushing yard games. Three of those, He's got more than Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley, CMC, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, and James Robinson. Only one player has more 300, 100-yard uh, games than Elijah Mitchell, and that's Derrick Henry. So wow. that is where we're at right now with the production he's been able to do, and he missed games. He's missed games, too. So I really like what I'm seeing out of Elijah Mitchell. Now, that being said, he's already got a rib injury. Or he already missed time. Uh, this year before, and he has a rib injury this week, right? So he's dealing with that coming into the week, but um, it doesn't seem like it's too serious. Monitor that. Either way, Wilson's uh, IR window was opened up. He can return to practice. He hasn't done that yet. They're thinking that he might be able to by the end of this week. Either way, what we saw Wilson able to do in relief last year in 2020 in 12 games, 600 rushing yards, over 125 attempts, and he scored 10 total touchdowns. He finishes the RB 26 in standard leagues. So, again, I believe in Elijah Mitchell, but this is all about lottery tickets, guys. When we have the bench space, we have guys that are sitting there at the end of the waiver wire or kind of low or we're trying to perceive, you know, predict a couple weeks ahead or a week ahead. This is a guy you can go pick up in Jeff Wilson because there is upside there. I'm not saying there's not a path to upside, uh, you know, but
0: we want to invest in backfields. I, I think if you have Elijah Mitchell, I'm trying to go out and get Jeff Wilson. I also do think that yeah, you know, you're taking the dart throw on Jeff Wilson. You we've seen him perform in this offense. I don't think it's a bad move to to make just because of how fast they go through running backs. But I'm with you. I do think Elijah Mitchell is the guy that I would like in this offense the rest of the way. But you best believe like if if Elijah goes down, I'm more confident they're they're switching up to Jeff Wilson, and they're not going to try to yeah. go to Sermon uh, again. What what's least nice about
1: team. Wilson is they've trusted Wilson more in this offense as a pass catcher as well, right? Um, yeah, because he had three uh, receiving touchdowns last year in, in his relief stint too. So.
0: Okay, so last running back we'll touch on here, and then we will I'll give you some names of some running backs. Uh, I'll ask you whether you would drop them for, them for any of these guys or not, and then we can move on to wide receivers. Last running back here, we've got Jeremy McNichols, Tennessee Titans. We talked about Derrick Henry, you know, most likely missing the rest of the season. Jeremy McNichols, backup uh, for Tennessee before he was injured, but now coming back. Big Travi, what do you like about Jeremy McNichols? What do you project uh, him to – what role do you project him to have? Uh, on, the you know, Aaron, on the bench. On the bench, uh, warming yeah. it up for AP. No, look, here's the
1: deal. Um, I have a take. My take is that AP will probably win this job. That's why he's mm-hmm. at the top. But if I believed in McNichols, he would be more towards the top of the list because I want to invest again in this offense. As we said, no team rushes the ball more than Tennessee this year. Does that come down with Derek Henry gone? Of course, but it doesn't come down detrimentally, and it's a rushing pie we want to invest in. And so if you think, oh, you know what? Actually, I think AP's dusted. I think he doesn't have it. Then you should go grab Jeremy McNichols because he would be kind of the other guy in line uh, if they don't go and trade for someone at the deadline here. So that's why he made the uh, column and he would kind of skip up above some of these guys if your personal take was him over AP um, if that makes any sense I'm just trying to give people some perspective here I'm personally ranking him below all these running backs but that's because I'm investing in AP across leagues uh, that I can
0: I do like that especially because you see that uh, Titans also made a move on bringing up uh, Devonta Foreman um, who has played Fairly well for them as a backup role. I'm not saying go out and pick up Donta Foreman. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm I'm just saying that there is some, uh, a little bit of cloud when it comes to who necessarily is getting the touches behind AP right now. I think AP is going to get the first, you know, the first majority bulk of the carries. And then I think the other, the rest of it will be split up between McNichols and, um, and Donta Foreman too, as well. So, but I like what you're saying there. I'm going to give you a list of guys, some names. Travis, I want you to just tell me, would you drop for or where on this list you would you would place this player, right? So uh, David Johnson, David Johnson, would you rather have David Johnson than any of these players on this list? Uh, no, David Johnson could be dropped. He's splitting time between three other backs on the worst team in the league. I don't Want any part, of it. all right? Uh, Call next Justin on Dustin Johnson, Dustin Johnson, uh, Kenny Gainwell, last week's number one waiver wire that uh <laughs> hardcore disappointed a lot. Mm. This one's tough. If,
1: if it's PPR, I could see hanging on to Gainwell maybe at the Carlos Hyde range, because I do think there's going to be receiving work. They're not going to be in a game against Detroit every week where they're going to boat race Detroit and not need to use the passing game. And in fact, they probably project to be more likely in, in games where, the game script could favor Gainwell. So I'm still not um, off of the Gainwell wagon here. I think there's a path for him, especially even after
0: Sanders comes back, because we've seen him work with Sanders and have usable games. So that was what was so odd was like the fact that you did see him get work, even when Sanders was there. And then Sanders goes out with a clear opportunity to really get a lot of touches. And then they didn't use him. And I, again, you could look at the box score, say, oh, well, he got 13 touches. But again, it, it didn't come until he had one touch up until eight minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. That's so concerning to me. But at the same time, like Travis said, game script in this one, these are one of the few games where the Philadelphia Eagles are actually favored to win this game. They, it boded well for the rushing attack there. I do think that there probably are better days ahead for Gainwell. Gainwell is good. Like on a, a, a pro football focus actually tweeted this out. I wish I had the exact all of them, but basically Kenny Gainwell was up there with some of the, the best in the league as far as uh, fantasy points per touch. As far as running backs go, Kenny Gainwell was wide, you know, way up there, top of the list. Top five, uh, and and so it's just a little bit of a surprise that they didn't use them like at all last week. So, but I do think better days are ahead for Gainwell. Uh, all right, Damian Williams. Damian Williams, would you cut Damian Williams for any of these guys? Oh yeah, Williams is gone. Yeah,
1: and, and oh yeah, Z coming in here. That Gainwell is a hold in dynasty. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most of the, yeah. the waiver column is for redraft, but yes, absolutely. Z, thanks for adding that dynasty yes, insight there. Hundred uh, percent. Rashad Penny, our boy. Yeah, you can you can drop Rashad Penny for all these guys his uh, the upside he's got is just is it's not really there. Alex Collins still exists. And then I don't know. Chris Carson could still make
0: it back in this offense. So we'll see. Um, All right. I'm going to give you these aren't these aren't super. okay. I'm going to give you two. The second one's a little bit harder because it's it's a positional like you have to think about it for a sec. Uh, Alex Collins, do you drop Alex Collins for any of these players? I wouldn't I
1: wouldn't drop Alex Collins for any of these guys. Um, I think Alex Collins still works as Cow in, in most situations for that team and could easily just be a touchdown-dependent RB2, RB3 borderline um, until yeah. Carson comes back. So, for me, he's kind of like the rental like most of these other guys. You know, AP is, I would say AP <clears throat> would be the cutoff, but AP's got to go and win that job, and I'm not yeah. 100% confident. That, you know, Alex Collins already has that, so I'm, I'm keeping Alex Collins here.
0: It would be um, – it is interesting to note there There were a couple of rumors or things that popped up this week that uh, – where P. Carroll hinted that Carson could be done for season, but – so that's why I want to bring that up because if that's the case, then, then Collins is a must, you know, like – Yeah, he's, and he's a
1: hold hard. as it is right now. Right, I mean, right. He's had solid games against tough matchups. Uh, bunk Love. games against good matchups, you know, it, he's just going to be touchdown dependent for most weeks, and this yeah. offense isn't going to be that high flying as it, as it was. But they're on bye this week, and then Russell Wilson had the pin removed. Also, uh, I should have, I'll add this to the article,
0: but if Russell Wilson was dropped, make sure you go s- scoop yes. him up. Um, and then uh, we didn't write about him per se, but we should just, you know, Eagle Fang asking, talk, Mr. Full Tilt here, Derek Gore. Yeah, he made,
1: he made the, um, he made the, the honorable, honorable mentions mention. because of the red zone work, um, but I do think that Daryl Williams still had a decent game. Still worked as the starter and the grinder for this team. And then you know we're we're getting close to maybe a possible Ceh
0: return. We just have to keep monitoring that as well. Yeah, like this is Derek Gore, Louisiana Monroe all the yeah, way, dude. Louisiana Monroe. Uh, like his, his you didn't know, dude. For it, it's not like his stuff. I don't understand where he even came from. Like. Forty yard dash, four point six eight. That's twenty fourth percentile. Like that's horrible.
1: Before we move off of the running backs, I want to add Z's input here because <clears throat> respect the um oh respect the grind of Z here. He says oh, I yeah. feel like Jeremy McNichols will be the J D McKissick here. AP gets no receiving work and also gets the Rams and Saints the next two games. So Saints really tough. Rams more yeah. middle of the road, eighteen points per game. So I do think they'd be attackable. Uh, I do, I just don't know what AP's role is going to be. I think we'll know more by Friday um but yeah yeah
0: mr miyagi coming in here frank Gore grandson you mean uh aka (laughs) johnny's uh, Johnny's yes dude dude. uh he broke my body and my spirit last (laughs) night uh okay yeah he really did he really did Uh, that was brutal that was uh, so brutal i don't even want to think about it anymore all right moving on to wide receivers here travis Got Devonta Parker, Miami Dolphins, heavily rumored and some trade rumors today. We'll see if he ends up getting moved. Don't think so. But roster on 49 percent, just barely makes this cutoff. Devonta, uh, Devonta Parker, number one on your list here. Uh, you want to speak a little bit on Devonta Parker right now?
1: Yeah. Um, so for me, it's all about the fact that when he's been in there, especially with Tua, um, you know, we look at. Devonte Parker now having seven or more targets in the ten games that he has played with Tua since going, you know, dating back to last year. Um, if we look at his game after missing the previous three weeks with a hamstring, caught eight balls on eleven targets for eighty-five yards. Now, listen, Parker, like most waiver wire wide receivers, he's going to be a tad volatile. But of all the options that are there this week, like we said, it's a heavy wa- waiver week. That's because we're a little bit heavy in the running back department. There's a couple exciting. Tight ends and a couple of exciting quarterbacks, but the wide receivers aren't bringing as much juice this week uh, for me, just based on rostered percentage in sleeper leagues and what we're talking about there. But I do like Parker. You look at uh, the Dolphins, they're top five in pass attempts this year. In fact, I believe that only the Chiefs and Buccaneers pass more per game than the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. So we're, we're in a situation where we want to invest in those offenses, especially with the garbage time and all that. It doesn't look like a Watson deal was get, is getting done. But even if it was, that would be good for your guy Parker as well. Mm. And it looks like it's good for Parker with Tua, too, because he continues to be one of the big target leaders in this offense, possession receiver. Um, and, and does, you know, just does have some long-term upside paired with some short-term uh, utility right here.
0: Agreed, agreed. Uh, I want to once more shout out to everyone who's staying tuned in right now to the live show. We'll get to your questions here shortly at the at the bottom of the show, I should say. Q&A mm-hmm. will be coming up, so h- stick around. Uh, if you could do us a huge favor, hit that thumbs up for us. It really helps our channel grow, trying to get over 2,100 uh, subscribers on youtube so if you're new let us know we'll give you a shout out all right travis next up on this wide receiver list here you got your boy alan lazard it was a big heavy uh waiver wire guy last week then end up coming uh or getting diagnosed with covid had to go on the covid list and now he's being activated back off the covid list roster on just 18 percent of sleeper leagues wide receiver for the Green Bay packers you want to touch again on alan lazard on and what you're projecting moving forward and and why you think he is a good grab right now?
1: Yeah, it's just a a speculative ad. There's kind of a cliff here at wide receiver. As I said, it's a little bit lighter this week. I would say Parker would be my number one. Lazard is a distant second here because um, over the two weeks before he got COVID, he had only, um, Adam had, Oh, I'm sorry. Devante Adams only had one more target in those previous two weeks. So Lazard started to get moved more around, not just used in the passing game, but used in the red zone, or not just used in the running game as a blocker, but used in the red zone. Um, And we look at over the last two weeks uh, before the Arizona game, Aaron Rodgers had targeted Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard for 44% of his targets. So that's something we like to see. Plus Robert Tunyon out for the year with the knee injury. If they don't trade for an Evan Ingram, I like this deal uh, or I like this situation even more for Lazard. MVS is returning. So again, this is speculative, but if we can finally get somebody in the Packers offense to emerge as a number two option, that's going to have some value in it. Um, And especially if he can equal what Devontae Adams is doing on any given week, as far as targets, I'm not saying he is uh, Devontae Adams by any means. But, yeah, Lazard does a lot of good things. He's trusted by Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's a big thing for this offense. And And they're going to want him back. And this matchup is a potential sneaky stream uh, of Alan Lazard here because they play the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are god-awful against wide receiver.
0: Next up on this list, got another wide receiver. Another one to talk about. Another one. Uh, this time we brought it up. Uh, we love this offense. We talk about Cooper Cup, how much we love him. Obviously, number one wide receiver in fantasy. Talk about my boy Bobby T, Mr. War Daddy, as uh as Sean McVay likes to call him, stepping up. But that isn't it. That's not where this offense stops. No, there is a third option, and he is emerging. His name is Mr. Van Jefferson, Roster on just 25% of sleeper leagues. Van Jefferson really emerging in this offense. There was a little bit of an injury scare uh, in this game, but he did come back and play in the fourth quarter uh, with uh, the second stringers, uh, which bodes well for his health. But uh, you have Van Jefferson here, uh, third wide receiver that you should pick up on the waiver. wire.
1: Yeah, flashing some real second-year breakout potential in this offense. Should anything happen to those big dog wide receivers ahead of him, definitely would be uh, in line for that. He plays for an elite offense. He has pedigree. His dad played in the league. Um, And we've seen uh, how that has benefited his game in a major way. Over the last two weeks, his snap percentage got over 80 and then over 90 respectively so we like that he's starting to play more snaps that's coming after the rams basically agreed with deshaun jackson to try and find a trade partner and make him inactive now we'll see if they don't get a deal done i don't know what they're going to do with d jacks yeah okay so then that's that's, what that's
0: what the rumors are that they're okay
1: well then if that's the case we like that even more for van jefferson um and again uh it's not By McGeddon this week, but Terry McLaurin, the Tampa receivers, the Seattle wide receiver duo, all going to be on by. Jefferson is a solid spot start. The Rams are playing Tennessee. Secondary is very weak for Tennessee, and we saw Michael Pittman just have an absolute monster day against the secondary. Um, We see teams continue to torch them. So I actually like Van Jefferson in this game. He's kind of working as their... Uh, Deep threat too, averaging over 17 yards per reception this year. So we really like what we're seeing out of a guy in Van Jefferson right now. And I just think he's he's just a couple little breaks away, like one little break away from
0: really exploding in this offense. Reminds me of a Kelly Clarkson song. Just break away. (laughs) No. Okay. All right, I won't go down that road. Kelly Clarkson, majorly underrated. Should be number one on this waiver wire call It's available. Uh, Next up on this list, probably one of the guys that I'm most excited to talk about. Uh, He's fourth on your list, but he's number one in my heart. Our guy, we talked about him last week. I talked about him. I said, go pick him up. Nobody's talking about him. He's going to get targets. And sure enough, he did that to the tune of 12 targets. I'm talking about my boy, Jamal. Agnew for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Big Trav, you want to break down Agnew? Not the sexiest name. I get it. Not the sexiest team. I understand it. But the dude has been seeing some targets since taking over that slot role for our boy LaVisca. LaVisca sliding over to that DJ Chark role. So you want to talk a little bit more about Agnew, why you got him on this list? He is just rostered on just 3%. Disrespectful only 3% of sleeper leaks, but yeah, I, I, we'll I can't make kind it go of, up. I can
1: kind of understand why he's only rostered in, in six. Per, or, oh, I uh, get it. I things, get you know, it. It's like, criminal. It's a, yeah. It's a situation where look in, in three. So he's, he's had three full games since DJ shark got injured. Plus they had the bye week and in two of those three games, he has seen less than 41 yards or 41 yards or less at a 6.8 or less yards per reception. So he's not really getting down the field. They have moved Laviska out wide. They've moved Agnew to the slot, so that's beneficial because he's seen 25 targets over the last three weeks. Now, that is leading the team uh, since the DJ Shark injury. But again, the upside really isn't there. But look at this, Johnny, 10 points, 12 points, and 15 points in PPR scoring over mm-hmm. the last three weeks um, or, or the last three games he's played. So for me, he's going to have some PPR value. We're also going to see this offense trade-off days i think but mm-hmm. that happens and we're going to see guys like that so that something like that happened but before we move on oh, here yeah easy money sicilian comes in and we've oh. got to give him a rick flair Woo! Woo! Let's thank go. you sir we appreciate, appreciate the donation you. to super chat and as always when you super chat donate we immediately answer your question tj uh he says tj on a buy tj hawkinson knocks hurt yeah. who should i get well that is perfect Ooh. timing my man perfect easy timing. money sicilian for Perfect my number time. one tight end waiver ad of the week, Pat Friermuth of the Pittsburgh Steelers rostered in 26% of sleeper leagues. <clears throat> it's hard it down. for me to trust tight ends, especially rookie tight ends. But Patty F is making it hard to ignore. The offense scares me and it lacks big playability. But this plays perfectly for the skill sets of Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, and now our guy, Pat Friermuth. The Steelers lost Juju Smith-Schuster for the, uh, for the season a few weeks ago, and in those two games on either side of Pittsburgh's Week 6 bye, Firemuth played his most snaps of the season, was targeted 14 uh, times, catching 11 balls and scoring over 12 PPR points. He needs to be added and he can be confidently started moving forward because Ben seems to love him. They told him when they drafted him they were going to love him because he's he's basically like Heath Miller, and he is using him as such. He Ben has no problem dinking and dunking right now, and he's and that's benefiting our guys, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, and I think it has a real shot to benefit Pat Firemuth. Unfortunately, R.I.P. to the uh, huge, the huge uh, value that I had Chase Claypool at coming into this year, but that's for another show. Oh, so easy, easy money, money saying Firemuth is gone. Well, good. Good that's, for you that I great. have another. We but wait, there's more,
0: Big yeah because we got another tight end here. We talked about we uh we talked about it on the matchup breakdown this past week. the The question was posed: Would you rather have Tyler Cocklin or would you rather have uh Osborne, KJ Osborne, for Minnesota? And we said, hey, in certain matchups, you can kind of see and dictate. Where Minnesota might be trying to target or or target that defense that they're opposing, and again, Cocklin had a good matchup this week. We said roll him out there, and you're saying stick with him this week. Uh, yeah. Pick him up if available. Yeah, still available or still only rostered
1: in 29% of sleeper leagues, so people weren't drinking the Kool Aid uh, that much. Yeah. But he now has over 80% snap share in back-to-back games, over 55 receiving yards in each contest, and over 10 PPR fantasy points in those contests we're going to continue to write him out there Uh, hopefully he's available for you easy money Sicilian because he plays the Ravens this week it's a absolute smash spot for Conklin because the Ravens remain the worst defense defending against the tight end for fantasy scoring purposes so that is who I would go with
0: there I also like this Hayden Hurst is a sneaky tight end pickup because Atlanta's looking to trade him. I have also heard these rumors as well. Uh, So if you get traded to green Bay that he could get those targets. Also, Evan Ingram is another guy that has been linked uh, trade rooms, uh, uh, trade rumors. Excuse me. Perfect. I'll go cock. Nice. Perfect. That's what we like. Well, well done. Well done. So those are our two tight ends. Uh, Big try. We just jumped into those, got those out of the way. Now, let's jump into uh some some waiver wire quarterbacks because we've got number one quarterback right now and Tom Brady on a buy and we've got a, a couple other quarterbacks right now that are going to be on a buy as well we talked about Gino uh or you know Russell if you had either one of those they'll be out this week so number one on this list four quarterbacks you got guy on the on the thumbnail Taysom Hill, New Orleans Saints roster are just seven percent of sleeper leagues. Now there is a little bit of concern that whether or not he will be the actual starting quarterback. So this is something we will have to monitor moving forward. But if he's given the opportunity there, we've seen him be a very fantasy fantasy-friendly quarterback because of his, you know, the glitch. The he keeps it, he runs it. Uh, we do like that. Big Trav you want to break down a little bit more on Taysom Hill. Are you hearing that they could end up turning to him or what is your, so the update today
1: was Sean Payton said that uh, Taysom Hill was on schedule. And that sounds like a guy they're (laughs) planning for to get back in the lineup. We know that Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill. Uh, You talked about it here. Uh, The cheat code like rushing ability. That's going to provide big fantasy games. How do we know that? Because we've seen it last year. He started for the Saints in weeks 11 through 14. These were his four QB finishes, Johnny, in fantasy football standard scoring. QB 4, QB 8, QB 8, and QB 11. This kind of production, the sample size, and the fantasy scoring that he was able to reach is why we love Jalen Hurts coming into this season because necessarily can't be the best real-life quarterback so far, but fantasy, they are gold, the, the rushing floor that they give them. Now, I'm not comparing Hurts to... Hill, there's a lot of differences in their game, but I am comparing the running ability that they have, the Konami code. Then you look at matchups. If Hill can get the start, he's got matchups against Tennessee, Atlanta, and Dallas over the next month. Hill could easily be in line for big fantasy football numbers. And I don't care if you've got a QB, uh, you should go pick him up. That's what Matthew Barry said earlier this morning. I agree with that. If you have a QB already, that's what the quarterback theme is this week, guys. It's not really necessarily a guy you're going to go start right away, and maybe you do. But for those of you that are contenders and trying to get into the playoffs and want to stash a a, a really big upside player, Taysom Hill is that upside player for me. That's why he's the cover boy, because he's worth the stash based on the league-winning upside that he has. Wow. Uh,
0: So we got some Marlon Mack, some more Marlon Mack rumors right now, uh, saying potentially, so Chris Trepsano uh, on Twitter, Might be a surprising Bills trade on the horizon. Stay tuned. Uh, There are rumors that Marlon Mack is being, that the Colts are trying to swap out potentially Marlon Mack uh, for Gabe Davis. So we'll see uh, how how that goes. So stay tuned. That would not be good for Zach Moss. Or would it be good for Singletary. I mean, we weren't really starting Singletary, but definitely keep that monitored, uh, that situation. All right, Travis, the uh, second quarterback here, you've got our guy. We were we were really big on him coming into the season. Then he didn't look so great, but maybe this could have been their plan the whole time for the Bears. It's just to make <laughs> fields look so terrible in the beginning, then to turn them around <laughs> so they could say, hey, we figured him out. We got him. He's now looking great keep us here please save our jobs but you don't you think that fields could save a lot of people's uh fantasy rosters this weekend
1: It's tough because he's going to have some matchups. He's he's tough to sell short term here um, because he's going to have some tough matchups, including Pittsburgh right away. So it's not Mm. like I'm saying run to the waiver wire and pick up Fields and and trust him again. But we finally, finally got Fields to flash some of that brilliance and that upside that made the Bears go move up in the first round and go get him. Um, He had 100 rushing yards on 10 carries. He had a magical touchdown scramble late in the game that basically was like the play of his young career so far. Um, so I think that he is worth the stash here again, because he flashed something. I I had told you to drop him last week and I'm sorry, you know, but like nobody was going to really start field so much. I, I don't think this uh, last week, but either way, the, th- new information comes each and every week. And so we have to adjust accordingly. That's what I'm doing here with fields. Yeah. If he shows me brilliance on tape, I've got to adjust what I've been saying. Um, and yeah, so Chandler saying, yeah, yeah some stashing and,
0: fields all year, but
1: just dropped him last week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, to, to, to Travis's point, this is why we like to play the game. This is part of that game, right? It's through, you know, up, up arrows and down arrows. And sometimes There'll be a couple of weeks. For example, Gainwell was that same way, right? Gainwell had a couple of games where he wasn't touching the ball. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's an injury. And then we were back on the boat. Very similar to Ken other, Drake. We have other breaking news here.
1: No. Oh. So, breaking news Metro police confirmed Raiders player Henry Ruggs was the driver in this morning's fatal ca- cla- crash and showed signs of impairment. He will be charged with a DUI, resulting in death. Oh my gosh, the other yeah, person no. died. That's the fatality. He was not the fate. He was the one driving and he's charged oh, with a DUI no. resulting in death.
0: So that is not prayers good. up
1: for Henry yeah. Ruggs for the victim and uh for the uh the 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 soul that lost their life today in that crash as well. Prayers up for that family. Uh just terrible, terrible news on this trade yeah. deadline day. Um, but we will try to uh, work through it and then continue to be there and, and focus on the stuff that uh, that makes fantasy football kind of help us get through dark times in our life. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Miyagi
1: wasting no time here says rugs is done. Edwards, a pickup now, question mark. Edwards is interesting. Renfro will remain. Renfro and Waller will, will remain some, some big time targets for me. Edwards though does provide a little bit more deep threat than those two guys. Um, so that could be something they use in there. Remember, they still have Zay Jones, who they've used a couple yeah. times on the deep yeah, He's route, looked
0: so. pretty good as well. Yeah, So I think um, that could
1: be something that uh, gets worked in.
0: This could be, uh, in all honesty, it's probably really good for Waller, right? Waller's targets had seen a big dip. A major reason was because Ruggs was getting a lot of that down the field work. And And I think they were trying
1: to make rugs happen because they drafted him so high in capital. So I could see them definitely going to a more conservative approach going forward. But remember, this is a high flying offense. That's, you know, a lot of passing yards per game. So yeah. um, Before we wrap up the show, get to Q and a and finish out the Q and a here. I want to just talk about the honorable mentions, Johnny. We talked about some of these guys again. I will be updating the article, which you can find in the description below. The link is there. I'll be updating the article as trade uh, trades happen or don't happen uh, to reflect that. But some guys, based on what their production has been, how do they make honorable mentions? Well, usually they're just kind of a low volume, low floor, kind of low upside pick. Um, but they did flash a little something and they could be on your radar. So I'm going to give them a little bit of validity here. But then also this week, there's a couple names that are linked to trades that we could go take a look at. Jordan Howard is in here. Uh, Derek Gore, Ty Johnson of the Jets, who just saw a bunch of receiving work as well as Michael Carter last week. Uh, Marlon Mack. Obviously, we've been talking about him a lot. Ronald Jones is another one that has been said that could be on the trading block. You know, B.A.'s denied it, but maybe does something get done during the buy here for them? Uh, Tajay Sharp who kind of showed up in in absence of Ridley in a game where Russell Gage got zero targets. So that's something to look at. Jameson Crowder also getting more involved with the new quarterback over there for New York. Evan Ingram, of of course, scored a touchdown last week and then also uh, could be on the move as well. Dan Arnold seeing some targets in that, uh, you know, we'll just call it underwhelming Jaguars passing attack. And then Mike White himself, who had a 30-burger uh, in some scoring leagues because he just went off in his first career start. So those are some of the honorable mentions at this time. But there we, go. we hope you enjoyed the waiver show. We're going to get into some of these questions and help you continue to make great decisions and win your lineup. But if you like fresh fantasy football content, you want more of it, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. Let us know you're new to the channel in the chat, and we'll
0: shout you out. And as well, always, you want more fantasy football content, you want to help support the fantasy whispers. You can do so by going over to the patreon.com forward slash the Fantasy whispers, signing up for the five or $10 tier. You get a lot of extra bonus content from us, as well as entered into monthly drawings where you can get your money back basically, uh, with either sports cards or getting the signed Jersey. So it also helps us keep putting out more and more fantasy football content. So if you do, uh, solid and and go over to patreon we got a bunch of patreon uh subscribers in the chat right now so appreciate all of you guys help yeah. keep the lights on all right uh we got mr miyagi in here three says and five new. The walls says he's new first time to the channel yeah first time to the channel mr miyagi uh no shout out to mr Miyagi. he's a true blue true blue uh let's see What's Gucci boys? We got David Harris asking, drop Ridley because he's le- uh because he's playing like doo-doo pies. Uh, regardless uh and swooping up AP thoughts, gents. I don't know if I necessarily drop Ridley because yeah. even with even though he's going through this stuff, we don't know when he's going to be back. And I get it, you don't want to keep that on your team because you're like, I don't know when he will be back, or if I could play him, I need that roster spot. I would try to look elsewhere to pick up. Uh, or drop somebody else as opposed to Ridley and picking up AP. I don't mind that move, but if you, I also don't mind trying to trade Ridley like package Ridley and a player, like people will still be tantalized by Ridley's name, by that upside, by that mystery box of, Hey, like what if he comes back next week and now I got this steal. So if you really want to get out from under Ridley right now, I would pair him with another, make a package deal to try to get out from under Ridley. But I wouldn't just straight up drop him because people will. He still does have value, even though we don't know what's going on entirely. Uh, He says, I don't know, David, hoping that Ridley finds Jesus
1: uh, this weekend and comes back to the NFL. Could definitely happen. Once again, we have no idea what kind of timeline we're dealing with. But again, like Johnny said, I'd be trying to sell before I dropped.
0: Yeah. Uh, David saying he dropped a Rob three weeks ago. That was a good one. That's a good move. Drop Allen Robinson for Mooney.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago as, as a possibility. Now, you might want to hold on to Allen Robinson for the trade Just deadline. The day line, yeah. But yeah, I think you could easily have him if he doesn't get del- dealt. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see. David Harris asking, also, do you all think that CMC returns this week? I don't know. Uh, Coach Matt Rule basically said he doesn't know if it'll be this week or next week. So I, I'm kind of hesitant to be thinking he'll be back this week.
0: All right, we got a uh, next question here. Wait, sorry, I'm getting, uh, MB asking, what did I miss? You missed whole show. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know where you uh, where you came in, but you can always hit that re- refresh, watch from the beginning, because this stuff lives on YouTube and on Twitch and on Facebook. So um, make sure you check it out. You can also click the link in the description if you want to read Big Travis's Full article on this. Uh, let's see. We have oh,
1: Justin asking, would you drop Madison to get Taysom Hill? He would be my QB2, and my QB1 is Stafford. It would really depend on your other running back situations. If you don't have Cook, um, like if you have Cook, I'm keeping Madison in this situation. If you don't have Cook, I'm going to the Cook owner and trying to get something, maybe extra wob, uh, whatever you can. And then, yes, I would be okay with that based on your running back depth, but don't do it if you're sitting there needing, you know needing a stash or something here. Uh but yeah, I, I do th- I, Taysom Hill, especially if he gets the start this week, as soon as this week, like that is look would be looking good.
0: Yeah, I do, I do think Justin, that. we
1: kind of talked a little bit about Gainwell. We think he's a hold. Um mm-hmm. you know he think we're thinking he's right at the Carlos High level and as far as waiver wires to add here. Um just because the situation is that Boston Scott's trusted in the goal line and as the as the one here and even Howard getting goal line work. David Harris asking, "Do I worry about Kyler this week? I'm thinking he's going to miss at least one week. Taysom Hill, Car or Tua as a fill-in if he sits."
0: I am I do want to monitor this a little bit. Moving forward, it is it will be interesting to see what Kyler's situation is. Um with that ankle again left in a walking boot, but he has said, you know, he'll be okay. I would I don't know if I would, if I can land Taysom and Taysom is for sure going to be the quarterback. I think I would, I w- I would be fine pivoting like that direction. But and I like Carr over Tua
1: here. Um, they're playing Houston and the Raiders are playing the Giants though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I think I, well, I don't know. This news is kind of shaky too. I don't know how's that going to affect the Raiders with rugs, man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the Raiders that's just true. keep
1: getting dealt so many weird Dude, things all around.
0: It's it's odd. It's crazy. Um okay. I think,
1: yeah, I think Taysom Hill then Tua then Carr that would be the way I'd rank these guys. Tua playing Houston, their point total is really high in that game, I think he could easily get a couple touchdowns there.
0: Yeah. Uh we got Lee in here asking, "Hey guys, should I trade Jonathan Taylor, Herbert, Eli Mitchell for no. for CMC Amari and Javante Williams, I have Kamara, Barkley, Deontay, CD, and Higgins. No, I would not be trading Jonathan Taylor or Eli Mitchell. Both of those even guys. Herbert.
1: I like Herbert's value right now, too. Herbert's yeah, value right I'm now is good. Jonathan like, Taylor.
0: Yeah. Herbert will probably take a dip here in the next They're, they're saying Monty could return this week. I I doubt it, but that would be interesting. Um and like we had talked about in the top of the or and the running back section, Eli Mitchell looking like he was the, or he is the real deal. He's the guy that I do want in that backfield right now. So I wouldn't be looking to try to trade him.
1: I dropped Devonte Parker before Ridley decided to sit out. I still have Waddle though. Yeah. I think Waddle's a good investment in this offense yeah. too, especially as they can yep. hopefully try to improve. Um, I like yep. Jefferson since they dropped D Jackson. Oscar the Grouch saying hey guys hi guy, Oscar,
0: what's up? Um, let's see and Oh, Fields. Mr. Miyagi asking,
1: sweet Jesus, Fields or Tannehill this week. Ooh,
0: I'm going. Well, I, I
1: would say I might go Tannehill. Well, because I, I don't trust the matchup right now with the Steelers here. Um, and Tannehill. Has been kind of dealing with AJ Brown kind of coming back. He's getting warmed up, I'd say. Not dealing, but getting yeah. warmed up with AJ Brown also getting warmed up. So I think that's a situation. Chandler saying, "I'm five and three, so we're good." Yeah, hell yeah, Chandler. All right, AB asking, "I'm four and four right now. Make sure AB, you're working on your ankle." All yeah, right. right? Yeah. Or your heel, or whatever it is. Or heel I'm or four and four right now. Kelsey made me sad yesterday. Oh, that. Oh, he sad. didn't. Yeah,
0: he made me almost. I'm looking to try trade him on
1: live or hold? Question mark. I have Knox on IR, and I kind of like him at tight end. What can I get uh, for Kelsey in a one for one, or what two players can I get for him? Thanks.
0: If I'm trading Kelsey, I'm getting a running back. So it's got to be an RB1 uh, because that's the difference maker that Kelsey. I know Kelsey's would a Kelsey. Would you trade Kelsey
1: away for uh, Corderell Patterson?
0: That's a good question. No, I don't think I would.
1: Yeah, I think that's a one I wouldn't. But I would I trade him away
0: for Darrell Henderson? I would trade him away for Henderson.
1: I think so, too. I think that's right about the cutoff that I'd be yeah. looking at
0: there. If, especially if I had, like, yeah, Knox or another tight end that I, I felt comp- confident in, then yeah.
1: Eric Saldana, welcome in, man. We what up, Eric? everybody watching here. I have a potential trade partner, but who should I get? He has Najee, Fournette, Evans, Jamar, Zeke, McLaurin Pittman. He wants Waller from me and I also have goder Who is the best to maximize for Waller? Hold on. Should I get? Yes, Nage, um, okay. If he'll give you or... one of those top five running backs, that's who I'd first offer.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I could get if I could get like Najee for Waller. Najee, Zeke. That. Um, I'd take either of those.
1: Um kind of pausing on Fournette a little bit. I think I would still rather have Waller, but I think that Jamar Chase and even McLaurin are
0: interesting ones to get for Waller right. as well. Which is like, I think you can almost do like a Fournette and McLaurin for Waller am- and maybe add up. So a- yeah, he's got more of his team
1: here. I'm three and five. My team is Patterson, Dalvin Cook, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Waller, Daryl Williams, Bench is James Connor, Mike Davis, DJ, AB, Devonta, IR, Michael Thomas. I mean, this team's stacked. Unfortunate you're 3-5, and but again, we're just at the halfway mark. So continue to rock with us. You're only a couple games out of uh, of 500 here. I would just kind of hold down the fort. I wouldn't give up. Now, if you can come way ahead by getting rid of Waller for Zeke or Najee Harris, then do it.
0: Um, Yeah, that's the one. Because that would be nice for... um,
1: yeah, Chandler says, I just put good, Ridley yeah. on IR, so I have an open bench spot. Can you please rank Van Jefferson, Devontae Parker, Mooney, Friarmouth, also Mike Davis, and Boston Scott available? I'm five and three. So you're five and three. You're sitting okay. You'd probably want to stash with most season long upside. I think for me, that is going to be Parker and then Van Jefferson, um, and then Friarmouth, Mooney. Then boston
0: scott mike davis that's that's how i would rank these guys okay uh just drop eric saying just drop that thumbs up Appreciate it, Eric. everyone else could uh give us a thumbs up on this video it really really does help grow our channel lets youtube it messes with their algorithms lets them know that more people need to watch us <clears> so <throat> really appreciate hitting that thumbs up and hit that subscribe if you're new
1: So Chandler uh, is asking, should we hold off on Waller trades until we see how he does with Rugs in the mix? So even before the Rugs news, Waller was a a decent buy low for me. Given the coaching change, we're going into the buy. He had injuries, but he was also being used still as a top three tight end in the league. Um, I think we have a situation here where he could be even more of a buy low. Um, And so maybe maybe you pivot. And if you could get any of those guys we were talking about for Goddard, maybe if you could do the four net for Goddard, like I would, yeah. I'd be a fan of that. Then you keep Waller, and I think your team, uh, you know, gets gets a little bit stronger at running back. Yeah, that's especially not... that person is you know Fournette's on buy, so
0: maybe you can get him off of Fournette during the buy. Oh, that's smart, smart. It's always smart to target, especially if you're you're winning. Uh, it's always smart to target players during their bye week. Jamal Williams and Hunter Renfro for OBJ and Melvin Gordon. I would do this. You get OBJ and Melvin Gordon. Yeah, if I'm getting OBJ and Melvin yeah, Gordon. I, would I do like
1: this. this. I like where Melvin Gordon's at in this offense right now. He, yeah. He's fine in the end
0: zone. consistently. There are some rumors that he could potentially be traded as well near Hopefully this Hopefully OBJ gets traded. Yeah, we'll see.
1: But we're not trading you Whisper Nation and we appreciate yep. you guys. Uh Eric's asking. So Waller for or Zeke, would that be a one for one? Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. doing that deal if I can yeah, get. Yeah, I'm do doing those. that deal as yeah. well. Especially but by if you can't get that done, maybe try and pivot to Goddard for Fournette. I think that could be a good one. Yep. Love it. Love all right. It. Whisper nation. We appreciate each and every one of you, Johnny, why don't you give
0: them the last words, brother. Until, uh until tomorrow. Thank you guys so much for joining in again. If you want to read more about any of these players, the link to big Travis waiver wire column is in the description below, as well as you could check out all of the, big travis prior waiver wire articles if there's a player available on your uh in your league and you want to read up on them click on one of those old uh waiver wire columns and you can read up on them and then as always join us tomorrow when we will be talking about some players you might want to try to trade for or trade away based on you know how they're doing how they're playing right now and how we forecast the rest of the season as well as some really good Matchups for your wide receivers and maybe some ones you might want to temper your expectations. So that show will be live tomorrow. So make sure you're subscribed and you hit that bell so you get notified right when we go live. That's Big Travy on the other side. Hit that subscribe. Find him on Twitter at Big Travy TFW. If you want to DM or ask him any questions, find me on Twitter at Johnny underscore game time. And as always, join that Discord channel. Link is in the description below. That's it. That's all I got. Anything that I missed, Big Trevy?
1: Nope. Whisper Nation, make sure you're subbed. Make sure you go to the website and read the waiver article. We love you.
0: Peace. Peace. Good luck on those waivers. Right here. Oh! Look at you go. You made it to the end of another one of our videos. Hey, if you still have some questions, I totally understand. Or you just want to join an awesome fantasy football community, head on over to our Discord chat. Link is in the description below. And if you're still not sold on us, check out one of these
1: videos.